East Palestine has become known as the site of a toxic derailment. To the 5,000 people who live there, it's home. I just moved seven months ago. I busted my ass to make this place look like it does. There is no way we are safe being here. Nearly 50 cars derailed in the small town on Friday, February 3rd, while that train was heading to Conway, Pennsylvania. Being this close to the, the train derailment, I don't trust it. The EPA was saying, like, the fish are repopulating already, and I'm like, there was not one living thing in that creek, not one. Just come in and help us. Please come in and help us. This is derailment disaster, crisis in East Palestine. Josh Miley, executive producer of this podcast, sitting down with a multimedia journalist going out in the field to bring this story to you. They are Jared Watson and Priscilla Watson. Jared, Priscilla, welcome. Tell us why this is important to you. Tell us why you're qualified to tell this story. Yeah, thanks, Josh. Um, glad that you are also back here in this Youngstown, Ohio area to be able to do this with us. Priscilla and I worked together a long time ago. We both served in the Air Force and worked together in 2007 is when we met and became a news team. We joke about that. It was public affairs, which is a little bit different in the military, not necessarily heartbreaking news, anything like that. Nonetheless, uh, we both have an extensive background within television, radio, film, a lot of training. So that's one reason. Uh, the other reason I mentioned right at the beginning when I said I was glad you're here, and that's uh, we live very close to East Palestine. 15 miles. I've got family that are married to residents of East Palestine. <laughs> I've got friends who have family from East Palestine. 15 miles is nothing for us in this area. This area is a bubble. So there's very much a connection to the people, the community of East Palestine and the surrounding areas and what they're going through right now. I mean, we even experienced it the night of the controlled release, the controlled burn. You know, we smelled those smells. We saw the haze in the backyard. I can only imagine what they're dealing with. But I think that's I think that's why we felt the need to tell this story. Priscilla, tell me what you're doing with the podcast and tell me about the tone you guys aim to take. I'm doing a lot of the behind the scenes work. Jared is the voice that you'll hear on the episodes. He's doing the narration. This is kind of his baby. And I'm there to support him. So I'm doing a lot of the phone calls, setting up interviews and helping him produce the episodes. This is one of the worst environmental disasters this area has ever seen. We wanted to go in as these investigative journalists and figure out why. How could something like this happen? Why did something like this happen? The people of East Palestine didn't deserve it. No one deserves it. And because of our proximity to East Palestine, I felt like we are the right people for this job to tell the story, to amplify their voices and to bring attention because we all know how the news cycle is and we don't want the residents of East Palestine to be forgotten. Well, I believe both of you are the right people as well. When we see something on the news, it feels so far away, but this is so close to us. We play high school sports against East Palestine. They're within our community. Anytime you leave where you're from, you're from whatever closest city is there. East Palestine is Youngstown. Struthers is Youngstown. We're all from Youngstown when we're not here. When I travel to Las Vegas, I'm from Youngstown. When I travel to Seattle, I'm from Youngstown. This being that close means the, the scrupulous eyes that need to go onto it need to be localized. The stories that come out from these people need to come out talking one-to-one -one with someone local. And that's why I'm excited that it's the two of you having these discussions. 
And I think whenever I see anything like this happen in the news, I'm always wondering, what can I do to help? And so when this happened, it was sort of like, you feel helpless. You feel like, what can I really do to help these people who are leaving their homes, staying in hotels? You know, it's going to be difficult for them to sell their homes now, possibly. So when Jared had the idea, I thought, we can use our skill set as storytellers to try to amplify their voices and keep the attention on the situation. It was kind of a no brainer. You know, Josh, one of the crazy things about this event, this derailment, is that Priscilla and I are both on toxic exposure lists with Veterans Affairs, with the VA. Priscilla experienced the Fukushima incident in Japan. I was exposed to burn pits in Afghanistan. We both thought that we were leaving those things behind, coming to a place where we would never have to experience something like this again. Yet here we are. A train derailed in East Palestine in February of 2023. We are going to find out why. Join us. Disaster, Crisis in East Palestine is a Calliope Media production. Trust Calliope.com. That's C-A-L-L-I-O-P-E. If you feel moved to do so, please rate, review, subscribe, and share. Special thanks to Benstown McVeigh Media.